Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like Evening Encouragements with Pastor Jeremy Maddock. Uh, if you don't know Jeremy, he has an incredible gift of lifting people up after long, difficult days. So if you're looking for a little bit more encouragement in your life, just search for Evening Encouragements wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. Have you ever wondered who you should pray for or whom? Who you should pray for? Either one, you can figure it out. And I do too sometimes. I want to give you a scenario. You tell me your prayer. Hypothetically, you just dropped your daughter off at school just a month ago. And you hear, and all cell phone communications are wiped out, but you hear that there's a dorm fire in her dorm. What is your prayer? Hypothetically, your best friend goes into the, the most despicable prison around where there's totally unrepentant people that are doing all these things, pedophiles and murderers. And what is your prayer if you find out that there's a riot and you have no communication? My guess is, if you're anything like me, dear Lord, help my daughter come home safe. Dear Lord, help my best friend get out of there safely. Listen very closely to Abraham's prayer because it's a little bit different. He's got a relative that is in Sodom and Gomorrah and they just heard that this is going to be utterly destroyed. But his prayer is a little bit different and it's very, very bold. He says, to God in his face, will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of 50 righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you, will not the judge of all the earth do right? Like, wow, that's a pretty serious prayer and a bold request. He's saying, God, for 50 people, will you destroy all the rest. We could say it a little bit differently. His prayer is not, God, will you just let Lot and his daughters out of the town and just destroy the rest? Instead, he says, for the sake of the good people, those who follow and love you, will you spare the rest? So what's the takeaway? I think the takeaway for me is a lot of my prayers are dwelling on me and the people that I love. And I sometimes forget all the other people. So maybe this is just a little bit of a shift. God, when I think about who you are and how much you love people, how about you take care of my family and everybody else? God, when I think about the people who don't know who you are, maybe it makes some sense to give them a little bit more time so that they can hear your message that changes lives. I can think of a prayer that's a little bit similar. There isn't one like Abraham's because Moses prays for the people of Israel and Jeremiah prays for the people of Israel. No one else prays for everyone, except maybe one. When you think about criminals, as Jesus stands on the cross and says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. That is our heart and that's our prayer, to look at the world as a whole and pray for them. Let's do that now. Heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, so often our prayers are self-centered, uh, but you give us a boldness when we know who you are, that you love not just your believers, but you love the whole world. So we pray that we have a mind and a heart that sees the world as a whole, and we can uh, pray that your message reaches more and more people so that more and more people can know the peace of what it means to come to a Heavenly Father that listens to them. We ask this in your name. Amen.